Welcome to the Halftime Chat with me, Siv Ngasi, in the change room made just for you by BrightRock. In this episode, I talk to a friend in comedy, Dalen Oliver. It's hard to imagine this funny man and DJ doing anything other than being on the mic, but there's more to him than you may even know. Between our bouts of laughter, Dalen shares about taking the plunge, his appreciation for teachers, and living vicariously through rugby. Dalen Oliver, a man that I've known for many, many years. I knew you when you were open micer. I think your second gig, I was there, and uh, one of the hardest working entertainers, radio jockeys, professional, gentleman, always polite, always a pleasure to work with. Great to have you. How are you doing, Dalen? Sivan Gessie, what an introduction. This is, those are the kindest words you've ever said to me on record. That's because I'm getting paid today. Yes. <laughs> so what we do when we meet in public again, I'm going to send you invoices for what I have to say, and then you send me invoices for what you have to say. So, man, yeah, it's really, you are one of the hardest working entertainers out there, and definitely what I love is you're always reaching for the stars with your feet firmly grounded. And Afrikaans says, plat op die aarde. There we go. My Afrikaans is a picky saver, but I say, Yes. I love how you get into note for note when yeah, you're about yeah, yeah. to speak of records. So listen, for me, this it's it's all about change. We love talking about change. You started, you did teaching for five months. Yes. Right? And then from teaching, you did comedy. Yes. And then radio jockey. Yes. Talk about the change from being a teacher to being a comedian and a radio jockey. Yeah, so 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 the irony is that I genuinely think teachers are the best performers mm-hmm. in the world. If you if you look at your, your best teachers are the ones who inspired you the most, it's the ones who captured your mind. It's the theater mm-hmm. of the mind that they created. It's the performances that they put on in the classroom in order to get that knowledge in. So the change moment happened when I realized that the classroom isn't for me. And you don't get paid a lot of money. Aside from the salary, okay, teaching, cool. is okay, cool. teaching is a calling. Teaching is a calling. My mom is a teacher. My mother was a principal for 33 years. And if you look at the impact that she's had on lives, that's priceless. There's no monetary value you can put on that. But I knew if I didn't pursue performance, I would be unhappy. So I said, okay, cool. Let's 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 give comedy a chance. Because I remember you were you were selling out at the arts festival. Um, seven guesses, name everywhere. And it's I remember amazing that, how, it's amazing how you can't say my yeah. name without name and surname. I have to say your name and surname. And <laughs> it's it not like the rock. Not like the rock. <laughs> but I remember that conversation at the gig and. Whenever you speak to people, it's funny. You pull them in by the head and you speak in the ear. And I was like, I don't know you, but I'm going to go along with this because you look like a strong human being. And you said, if you do this well and if you keep working, there's work in this industry. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Um, then Arts Fest came, gave you a call. We chatted about it. You've done this thing. Went to the first Arts Festival. It was fantastic. Went there with the then Your Master Comedy Club, um, who's now Cape Town Comedy Club. Saw what it's about. Saw um, musicians, comedians, actors, actresses performing in a space where arts was in full swing. And I was like, wow, this, this thing is awesome. But then the interesting phase comes where you have to convert art into business. And now you have to become a businessman or businesswoman as well because you can't just be an artist. And the yeah. management space in South Africa yeah. is very interesting. So you have to learn off the cuff. Apparently you need to get a lawyer. Then you need an accountant. Then you need someone who's going to give you advice. And then you hear about this word called SARS and tax. And you're like, oh, my word. I didn't <laughs> what about study SARS? this at university. <laughs> I'm a teacher. But then those change moments come immediately because you realize that your passion, you want to pursue it. And if you don't change, you're not going to figure it out. So then you make sure you surround with positive people. Again, Oh, Sylvan Gacy is one of those people mm-hmm. where you can pick up a phone and go, yo, bro, I need advice. I remember being in my first movie and, and you were involved with it as well. And I phoned you. I'm like, Siv, 
this is what's needed. What do you think, etc., etc. We meet up for a coffee. So change moments come with, with, with people who are in your life who can assist with the change and guide you in that. And it's very important, the mentorship space, the phone call away space. People are going to be honest with you, not lie to you. Because there's a lot of people who will sell you dreams. But then five years down the line, the dreams are already there and the people's not there. But the honest people, they stick around. Yeah. All right. So you do a lot of things that have got to do with change and transformation and challenging yourself. But I think a lot of people don't understand that sometimes with, when change comes, there's uncomfortability. Right? How do you deal with the uncomfortability of change? Because if you're comfortable, you're not doing anything with your life. Yeah, 100%. If it's, not, if it's not paining, when you grow, there's pains. When things happen, there's pains, and it's not easy for change. It must be scary. How do you, how do you deal with the uncomfortabilities from going from a teacher to a comedian, radio jockey, actor? You know what I mean? Like, how do you do that? I have the answers, but I want you to say. I want you to say. <laughs> you you tell, say yes to the gig. Tell the people. You say yes to the gig, and then you figure it out later. Um, my, it's a similar discussion I have with my friends who are in business spaces. A client will say, can you do this? You're like, yeah, 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 for sure. Mm. And then they put down the phone, or they reply to the email. Then afterwards, you're like, cool. Yeah. How on earth am I going to figure it out? But because you trust your talent set, you trust your skill set, you trust your professionalism to, to do the research and, and do the hard yards, man. If it means you're up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and you're training, you're in the gym, or you're learning script, or you're researching, you do it, and you don't complain. Um, if you're an artist, and I always chat to my buddies who are artists, we can never complain and say, oh, I'm too busy. No, mm. busy is good. You're busy working. It means you've created the spaces in order to ensure that you're working 365, and that's a good space to be in. So when those change moments come, you must, there's a colored saying, you go, you dial out what you must. Mm, for sure. You must have pluck, man. And we, we live in an era where there's opportunity. If we look at pre-94, there wasn't access. You were boxed. You must do that. You must do that. The space that we live in now, you can wake up and go, I want to follow a career as a performer. How? I don't know but then I go do the research, but then you go be on the ground, you make the context, and you be honest and sincere about it, because the relationships that you have at the start, hey, my man, it's gonna help you five years later, because when there's sincerity, people are in your corner. So, Radio Jockey, yes. you are a sports presenter for mm. Good Up FM, one of the most, like... Let's hear this. No, 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 <laughs> definitely, no, no, no jokes, it's, it's like a, what do you call when something just there, you grew up with it there. Institution. It's an institution. 100%. Institution from growing up, uh, and we always should listen to it. Now you are a sports presenter. Mm. Do you have a background in sport? So, I, I played a bit of cricket growing up, eh? I played um, some provincial cricket up until under 19. When, it, when, when it's not getting harder. Say again? When it started getting harder. Yeah, it started getting tougher. Yeah, and then I was like, started, hey. It's faster now. Yes, yes. So I was, I was province at the 19 captain. I played academy two years after matric. I actually played with Dane Pitt. We're very good friends. I'm happy he's back in the Protea side. Um, Buren Hendricks as well. So that age group. I know, I remember Parnell was in the eastern side when, when I was playing. Riley so was, was in the free state side. Um, so that's my, my junior cricket um, um, experience. I also played football, but I played for FC Fortune. It's a, in the two-year period when Quentin Fortune just um, established the club. I was under 13 and under 15. I made it as a striker and I played midfielder and then as goalkeeper. Was it FC Fortune? FC Fortune. FC Fortune. Fortune. FC Fortune. Fortune. No, it was Fortune. Okay. Fortune. <laughs> fortune or Fortune? Fortune. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so I played over there. I played some cricket with Ibuk boys. I attended the high school um, as captain at first. So a lot of junior level stuff with, with, with credentials. Um, I could hit a long ball. Loved it. Love all sports. Similar to you. You like, here's a golf club. 
go play golf. Cool. I just water polo is not my thing. I know you're big on water polo. I played Western Province water polo, but anyway. It's yes. not about me. That's generally how you this introduce, about he introduces you. himself to people like that. I'm an Sylvan Gacy. I'm a talented acting comedian. I played water polo. Award, Eventually. Sorry, award winning acting. Award winning acting. Sorry. My apologies. My apologies. It happened. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so that's, that was the link to radio. That was the link to radio yeah. because there was a campus DJ search. I was at UCT. They went good. It was in the cafeteria. Awesome initiative. They go to all campuses to find their talent. Before comedy, about six months. That's the irony. I then jumped onto Mike over there. From there, I made a top five as a finalist. But then, what's awesome about Good Hope is that they're always offering platforms to artists. You know, we're always getting comics on. So we used to get comics on the breakfast show. Nigel Pierce was the host. With Nigel Pierce. Here we go. Oh, you dancing? It's a mask. A legend in the industry, right? Yeah. He paved the way for a lot of us. And then what happened from there? A gap opened just before. Um, I finished my, my teacher's diploma postgrad and I phoned them and said, yo, how do I get into radio? Um, they said, there's no formal way, come in, come have a meeting. Eight months later, contract on the table. So again, it's a change moment. Mm. What are you going to do? You want something? You must go mm. fetch it. No one's going to phone you to say, hey, we're looking for you, unless mm. you're serving Gessie. But uh, I'm teasing. <laughs> no one's going to phone you. You have <laughs> you, to make You're the, not teasing. <laughs> make the effort. Don't yes. be lazy. A lot of us want things, but we sit at home and we expect opportunities mm. to pop up on our doorstep. For me, I think what you're saying for me is, I actually have a, a talk that I'm doing straight after this. Yes. And I open it by saying, the world owes you nothing. Nothing. It was here long before. Yeah. And if you do not take the opportunity, the opportunities will be given to someone else. 100%. And if you don't take them, that's your fault. Go on. That's your problem. So, okay. So, you went to Weinberg Boys. Yes. But what did you, where did you go before? Because no, I can hear you're not yes. a Weinberg boy no. through and through. 100%. There's no. something else coming through. I spent through. two and a half years at Weinberg Boys. Now, it's important. Uh, I went to South Peninsula. Mm -hmm. um, Top school, um, top, top school, Riyad Musa, same school as Riyad Musa. We actually had the same biology teacher, Mr. Paul Slater. Trying to find as many links as possible. As many links as possible, <laughs> okay. as many links as possible. So, um, attended SV, I was fairly good at cricket, more opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's the reason for, for the move. But I was fortunate to be exposed to both worlds. Um, and I said both worlds I So go, what both worlds are you talking about? Yeah, you know the world where the one you're taking train The other one you're having playdates I, 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 <laughs> You know I, that world I know those two worlds, There's my no friend play dates There's a lot of change A lot of, ch a lot of change Adaptability, Adaptability transformation On your toes All the time And knowing where you are in your environment And being comfortable with who you are Agreed. Because you, you head into the Model C school space And oh, you go to your friends in the suburbs Hey brother, the houses And Plots of the size of your area, and nothing, and they have, they don't have Gatsby's, they have no. subs, Subway. Yeah, it's yeah. Subway. It's it's a mm. big cultural switch, but mm. again, it's just being comfortable with who you are. But also, this is where your parents play a big role if you're fortunate to have them in their lives. If they ground you properly when growing up and teach you to be fine with who you are, I know you you speak about your mom all the time. She's your queen. That's fantastic. Similarly with my parents, home is a safe space, mm. but it also teaches you the realities about the world. And you got to work for everything. Mm. It's not going to be, and no one owes you anything. Mm. So you come home and you cry. This didn't go my way. They're like, cool, tough luck. What you, mm. what you going to do about well, it? You know what I mean? If you don't do anything about it, nothing's going to happen. All right. So what, how about the transition between and the change between you becoming an everyday normal guy yes. to being a public figure? Oh, it's scary. I'm still a very normal human being. I, I think comedy is an awesome art that allows you to, to be involved with the everyday human being on the street because you're performing clubs and pubs. And what I mean by that is, for example, if AKA has a concert now, maybe he's not going to be at the pub in Melville mm. or in Bramfontein or in Obbs. Mm. 
But if Mark Lottering has a show at the big theater, he's going to be at the comedy club. He was in Mitchell's plane last night. Mm -hmm. Because with comedy, that's the spaces in which we exist. Similarly, internationally, with Chappelle, they're back at the comedy store. They're back to the place where they started. And I think mm -hmm. with comedy, that's, that's cool. So that, for me, is a good grounding space. But also... But I'm famous a concept. I don't want to be famous. I just want to have people enjoy my art. If people come watch my comedy, I'm happy with that. If they enjoy the persona that I have and, and who I genuinely am, I'm happy with that. I, I think that, especially now with social media, don't go changing too much. People know who you are, know what you're putting out, and, and, and be firm in that. It's easy to get caught up in the hype. Um, we chat about this a lot. Don't get caught up in the hype. Mm -mm. Yeah, because... Know what you want from the industry. And I think if you know what you want from the industry, you'll, you'll figure it out. But as soon as you start wanting to wear every cap, wear every hat without focusing on one specific skill set, it, it mm -hmm. can be a bit challenging because then you're chasing, you're chasing numbers instead of, 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 of actually grooming your art and grooming mm -hmm. your skill set. All right. In, in this industry, I think in life in general, you need goals. Eh? Yes. But for you to achieve goals... Um, do you, like, what things in your life are you willing to change? And how, what kind of sacrifices are you willing to make to get to the place that you want to be? Yeah, it's a tough question, man. I think now more than anything, it's, it's time. Time becomes the biggest commodity and the biggest sacrifice. You don't see loved ones. You don't see family. Because the hours that I work are, are pretty different. I yeah. mean, you're up at 4.30 in the morning yeah. and you've got breakfast radio throughout the day. It's other business opportunities, production work. You're busy writing. You're conceptualizing ideas. Then in the evening, you're gigging. Yeah. So the normal day-to-day Thing that your friend would experience is completely different to yours. So I've missed weddings. Oh, oh my word. Oh, I've like, missed bruh. so many. I missed one last week. I've been disowned by my friends. They don't invite me to anything. Oh. They're like, if you're there, it's good. But you know when they say it with so much spice oh, and sauce and shade. So, so you become used to not getting the invite. They don't actually value your word anymore. Because half the time you say, I'm going to be there. But then something's popped I'm up. I'm so glad I'm not the only person. Yeah. No, it's, it's scary. And I always say, if you want to see me come to a show, we can hang out afterwards. But can we hang out between 11 p.m. and 1 p.m.? <laughs> Is that normal? No, it's not, obviously. Or it's on the Monday afternoon at 11 a.m. or 12 p.m. Hmm. That's the only time I have free. Hmm. So for me, time is scary. So the people in your life have to understand, whether it's girlfriend, wife, fiance, whoever, whatever space you're in with me, it's girlfriend. And it's just... Oh, girlfriend? Why? Yeah, I'm in a relationship. How long has it been? It's been young love, so six How long? Months, six six months. months. Why haven't I met her? Look at that, because I feel like you would have brought her up, so I brought her up, <laughs> just to make sure that it's easier before he asks, are you in a relationship? You know? So yeah, no, that's been, that's been fun, and it's been challenging. Six but, months? Mm, she's mm. awesome. She understands everything. So you guys, are, you don't fight in front of each other? Oh, anymore. no, we're there, but I can't help it. Eh? It's tough. You must, you must let it be. I can't change. I'm I'm struggling to adult. I can't fake anything. Family, because that's a big change. And I've, I, I've learned that a lot of the people that I do interviews with, yes, like today we're with Kyle Brown, and he was talking about how he had children while he was playing. But oh. A lot of players had children after they play, and that becomes another level of change. 100%. Because a lot of the times you want to actually provide. And a lot of our comedian friends that we have end up doing better as soon as they have kids because they don't have other mouths to feed. They're not just trying to get money yes. to feed themselves, to pay the rent. It's for other people. Yes, to pay the bond. I don't know. 
bond. Your target market. Yeah, we we we, 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 we buy we buy cars. We buy we buy houses with cash. I'm joking. Cash. We don't have to no bonds here. We buy cash. So what does a change moment like when you gave the bank the cash? Yeah. Gave it in, in a, brief, a few briefcases. <laughs> um, so for me, are you looking for that change? Hundred percent. I would definitely want that life space change where I have a family yeah. and I have some form of of um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Because this is very important. Yeah. Just from watching, whether it's sportsmen or entertainers, having that that base to come home to, having a center okay. when you're not touring, when you're not working, yeah. having something normal where you can enjoy life, uh, happiness outside yeah. of your art or outside of your yeah. profession. They say that, that change is important. They said that your profession shouldn't be you. One hundred percent. It should be your profession. And and for me now, I'm thirty. So that, that change yeah. for me, that life space is interesting because I don't want to get caught up in yeah. the love of the profession and neglect yeah. yourself, you neglect life, you yeah. neglect those moments because you're so caught up in achieving and having a tick yeah. list. So the change of, of life, definitely. Um, who knows where this may lead. Yeah. Um, kids, it's exciting, but it scares me because they don't sleep. And they're expensive and school fees is fine, but you must apply like 10 years before the child actually goes to the school. Mm. And then what school does a child go to? All exciting things in due time. But yeah, I do want that one day. Okay. Yeah. Would you like that one day? I honestly cannot wait for kids. Beautiful. Uh, I, I look forward to that change. I look forward to that challenge. Lovely. I just have to... Relax, because my only child and my only lady in my life is my passport at the moment. And okay, yeah, not even your mom, your passport. No, no, my mom doesn't go with me. Okay, okay. But my, my passport. That's fair. Now, for me, what are your views on rugby? Because uh, we talk to a lot of people who are involved in rugby. Yes. Uh, the game of Carl the Brown, he's a former cricketer. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, I love Carl uh, Brown. Uh, we talk about the, the game that the game that's played in heaven, which is yes. rugby. The game that is watched by uh, by. Uh, by gentlemen and yes. ladies and great people who yes. watch rugby. What are your views on rugby? Love rugby. It's everything. Um, I love it because I didn't play it. So I vicariously live through these individuals who actually have the, the guts to run into other people in such a skill space. Like I have a scar here. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, if yeah. you speak about Carl, Carl is an amazing, amazing human being. I think the, the, the blitz books are such good, good humans. The old team ethos, the, 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 the belief system mm -hmm. that they have, but the discipline as well from a rugby player's perspective, because you're bulking up, but yeah. then you also got to make sure you're yeah. agile. You also got to make sure you, you're not a bully. You can't yeah. be a bully outside because from schoolboy right through, um, I didn't play it again, but exciting times now with the Springboks at the World Cup. Yeah. I think Coach Rasi Rasmus is a smart individual, he's a tactician, and I genuinely believe that we can win the World Cup. I'm not only saying this because I'm South African, my blood is green through and through, but I think we got the unit that um, can bring the, the trophy home. We've won it already, you know, so hopefully we figure things out in Japan and we have a great space where we bring back the gold rugby is so important to this country 95 world cup changed so much it's changed so much and if we look at it rugby is one of the sports where if you go watch it anywhere in the country in the world and people are wearing the green box jersey there's a lot of nation building happening whether people want to agree with it or not, there's a lot of nation building happening because there's guys from all cultures. Mm. You've got CR leading the pack. It's guys from all racial groups, all religious groups. It's South Africa, it's the Rainbow Nation. It's being shown on the field, off the field. And I think if when we bring the title home, 
it will affect us a lot at home. Just people's relationships. You must talk to each other. As South Africans, we don't talk to each other in sports, one of those functions, but rugby particularly. So, All right. Lastly, yeah. um, I think the universal thing around the world is that things will change. The yes. only time you're not guaranteed change is from vending machines. That's yes. the only time. Got to eat it twice. It doesn't matter. On top, by the Even coins. Even the vending machine, if you put in, you're not guaranteed change. At all. But in life, change is guaranteed. Yes. What advice can you give anyone when it's got to do with change or transformation? Mm, or don't be... Firstly, if it's with humans, get to know the people you work with. Get to know the people within your friendship circles. Get to know the person you're sitting next to every day at work. We assume we know uh, people's cultures, people's backgrounds. Okay. Get to know them. Be willing to change in that space. And in life, man, we live in a world of globalization, of social media. Yeah. Everything's changing day to day. If you're not willing to change and adapt, you're going to get left behind. And I know they'll say it like you're still too old school. You must learn. I know lots of 50-year-olds who are still in tune with what the millennials are doing. Mm. You know, I'm an old soul, but I'm trying to figure things out. I'm not one of the cool kids, but if I don't change, I'm going to get left behind, especially in the industry that I'm in. So be aware. If you're not aware, you're going to get left behind. Sure, man. Thanks so much for the interview, my friend. Look forward to seeing you do great things. Good seeing you, sir. All the best. Stay strong. Ah, come on, obviously. Have you seen these guns? wearing a very tight sweater, you guys. It's not tight. Big muscles. This is a small. It's not tight. It was a large. An option this is for a large. large. I was a medium. There's but a now mirror Jimmy, in this room. Now I am a large. As soon as I walked in, look at this, he looked look at at this mirror chest. And spoke this to the chest mirror has its own circumference. I don't understand that. Thank you very much for your interview. Cool. Let's change your uh, top size. Bye. <laughs>